Hey, welcome to yet another week of the Gen X guys. Once again, oh, so appreciate our couple of listeners or so. I was on the podcast, I'm pointing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I forgot, you know, last week you kind of called out that, you know, I can't just do expressions since the one person on our podcast listening, you know, can't see shit. So, yeah, dude. I mean, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> it is. I just don't think about it. I'm going to use a little hand gestures so people can figure <laughs> it out. Doing sign language. I mean, that'd be fine if we, if A, you sign language, which is not, and B, people are actually watching the videos on YouTube, but it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Hey, all that aside, we're excited for all everybody who's listening and those who aren't. That's fine. You know, right. either way, you. yeah, we're just doing this for ourselves. Yeah. Th- this Before. week, I figured we'd talk about the Super Bowl. I mean, mean, it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So, big game. A lot of stuff this week has been going on um, with the whole NFL festivities and shit like that. And uh, so they have here, like they have that NFL experience here. Yeah. And I was looking to go because I live here in Vegas where it's being hosted. So right. I was looking right. to go. And uh, we looked it up and realized it's the exact same shit as the NFL draft experience. Like you can get a picture with a Super Bowl trophy. You can see professional, you get signatures from professional players. You can play right. games. That's sort of, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I've already done it. How much was it? They were charging like. Free. No, well, this one's not free. It was free, interestingly enough, for the draft, or at least, no, maybe not completely free. I think we had to pay like 10 bucks per person. Okay. I think it's like 15 or 20. I think for this one, maybe a little more. I can't remember. Super Bowl's a bit higher. That's I know that. I thought it would be a lot more, you know, the kind of Dude, You're still paying for really to do nothing. Like, you're just wandering sure. around. You take the only benefit is if you've never taken a picture with a Super Bowl trophy, there you go. Like I have one with the World Series trophy when I visited the Yankees once. The Yankees, Um, yeah, yeah. no, no, not at all. I mean, you you never got a picture with the when the Giants won the any of those three years, the last few three years with the trophy. Oh, when they kept putting it out there every time they won. Yeah, no, I never went to those. Never did that. Nope. I never. I I never would have. Honestly, I just it's not something I care to do. Like the only right. reason it's happened for me was because I was walking by and it was there for yeah, a picture okay, spot. Yeah. I'm like, That's oh, okay, it. yeah. So yeah, was, I, I remember like with the Yank, uh, with the Giants ones, people were waiting like an hour in line to see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, no. Okay. That would have been cool, but if it would have been like passed through after work, then cool, I would have done it. But, yeah, uh, exactly. Do, I have don't have that dedication. You anything. lack, you lack. I do attention, That's dude. The, so you saw. So we're gonna dovetail on something totally different. Kobe Bryant's uh, statue was released yesterday, statue. or two days ago. I'm sorry, today's the 10th, so it was on yeah. the 8th. I like Vanessa Bryant's comment. If yeah. You don't like the pose? Kobe picked it. Fuck you. Yeah, she basically well, said. She said, "So just so you know, Kobe picked this pose himself. So if you don't like it, tough shit. Tough shit. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you." Which was nice. I like the way she I, I, I have to appreciate that because you know people are gonna be like, "Well, why did you pick that number? Why did you pick that pose?" Yeah, he wanted it. So you don't have a choice. Yeah. But. And they announced they're going to do two more trophies. One with him and Gianna and one with him wearing the 24. Because if you look at his career, it's pretty much two Hall of Fame careers as eight and 24. Well, okay. And I, I was watching a few things on this. Like uh, Kevin uh, Grant was um, Garrett. Jesus Christ. I need more coffee. All right, there you go. Take a no, step. No, I just had it. Tell me what but KG, I'd say KG, okay? You know okay. who he is. Kevin um, Burnett. 
That's fine. I'll help Kevin those who Garnett. don't know who KG what is. Fuck. Garrett. Fucking wrong with you. Get your goddamn Browns off your head. Get your Browns off your head. Yeah. Screw you, Steeler fans. Cry a fourth river in Pittsburgh. Miles Garrett won it again. You know, screw you. Anyway, so maybe that's why I'm thinking of Garrett. Anyway, sure. Yeah. Uh, but KG was saying, like, you know, it was basically like two careers. Like, he, you know, and he preferred the 24 version versus the eight, where the eight was more just pure athleticism, just attack. But, you know, like he was saying, like, some downsides are like shot selection wasn't always the best, where 24 was more a more mature skill level, basketball IQ, everything. What's your take on that? I agree with, with him. I like 24 better than eight in terms of, in terms of his play. Well, yeah, I think it's two different personalities actually, Yeah, right? yeah. because it's less about, it's more about how he grew, right? Like, let's be right. honest. When he was eight, he had, he had Shaq and Shaq was the alpha and he was trying to be, and they were both kind of alphas at that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. So it was a totally different dynamic. You had this monster, one of the greatest centers of all time, playing who couldn't be Unstoppable stopped. Unstoppable force. So Kobe didn't have to do as much. So that's why I see why people would gravitate more towards the 24 career because he had to learn to work more within what he didn't have. Like he didn't have that go-to force he could just drop it to. He was that force. He and was, so, yeah. But he also had to work with his teammates around him to get them involved because he knew as well as anyone else, if you don't make your teammates better, you know, and get them involved. And he's a hard ass because he, he wanted to win. And I think everybody could respect that. And those who didn't were gone. It's as simple yeah. as that. True. Um, but yeah, I would say 24 is probably the best of the two, primarily because exactly that. He had to do more. He had to not only grow and understand, um, but he was just, yeah, he was a smarter player, smarter leader. Um and yeah, he just did better at that time. And that's, I think, where most of his maturity came in was during that time frame, too. Totally agree. I mean, eight, I I thought, I didn't like him at eight when he was eight. I mean, of course. Dude, you don't like eight year old children? You mean bastard. What is wrong? True. Well, you know, I just, I you always know. How'd you know? You know, you know. Eight eight probably at that time. Playing basketball? Right? No. <laughs> exactly. Beat your own neck. Kids. That's kind of an inside joke about yeah, but um, no, I mean it. it I thought he was, I thought at that point he was a much lesser version of MJ, right? I mean, I thought that his volume yeah, shooting was, was way too yeah. high. You know, his shot selection was just always off. Like I, there was no doubt ever about his athleticism. I mean, not nothing about that, nothing about his skill level. But I, but when he matured, it, you know, after of course, you know, there's also the the whole incident with uh, the cheating and the, you know, the court and the sexual um, allegations against him. But, I don't know why we have to go to that direction. That doesn't matter. No, but I think it did. But I mean, I think it, it reset him a little bit, you know, like maybe that was maybe, maybe not say that was a turning point, but I think it's probably one of those things that caused him to try to refocus. Like, like one thing that KG said was, you know, after that point, he also became more of a family man. Like his daughters were getting older. And yeah. maybe that, I think it, I, I don't think that was the turning point, but I think it was just one of those things in that time period. It was like, you know, he he refocused on what was important. He probably saw that that other stuff that he was doing was more distractions, of, you know, from his ultimate goal. But I, yeah. I I grew to really maybe just respect him more when he was twenty four, just because a because I thought he was a much better basketball player. Yeah, I mean, you could honestly say had he not changed his number, it wouldn't have mattered. Like his oh, growth still would have been there. 
Yeah. Um, but because the number changed and you look at the stats are almost identical between the two periods and they're like 10 yeah. years each. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting to it see that perspective because most players just stick with one number throughout their whole career, except LeBron who's jumped to like three different numbers now, Jordan. Uh, or m- maybe not three, it's Jordan two. He's moved back and forth between two one numbers. He but, just wants more Jersey sales. Well, I, I honestly believe maybe said look, about that. Look, I have my, I, I love LeBron for what he did, but he's a businessman first and foremost. I'll give him that. And I he's think very he wants smart that, I think he wants that jersey you. sales. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Um, but back to your point yeah. with Toby, like for the, when he was in the, wearing the number eight was that, yeah, I think maturity and to your point being a lesser MJ, I think it was more about he, he had the attitude, which all greats do, which is I can play, I can do whatever I need to, I can make those plays and they don't always work out. Right. Had he been like some players who just don't fucking learn. That's where it gets irritating as shit. Like they just don't oh, yeah. learn. They need to evolve, and then they just become horrible players for a team and a drag. And, uh, well, and he and evolved. See, he learned his game, and he moved into something else. And that's what made him so great. Well, and also I think you see with players like that that you see that drop off. Yeah, where they lose one aspect of their game, and we can talk about Cam Newton later. Um, where you lose one aspect of your game, and you're done. But I mean, I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, he had his injuries yeah. and all, but. When players can't evolve because of ego or because they lack in other areas, that's where you always see them. Like that's where you see a lot of that major drop off. Yeah, where no, I agree, they don't recognize they don't recognize that there's limitations for them. They feel they can still do what they did before, yeah. but they make they they're just worse players for it because they don't recognize that they need to change. And or it hurts their legacy or, overall. I yeah. mean, I think you know kind of talking about LeBron. LeBron's been lucky that he hasn't had... It's amazing that over his career with how many minutes he hasn't really had any injuries. Or even right now, he doesn't really seem to have any... I know he's starting to get those nagging injuries, you know, or nagging... Well, it happens with age. There's not much you can do. You got to take it back as quickly as you'd like. Yeah. But people aren't built like that. And also, you know, spend as much as he does. He doesn't do... talking about, dude? I'm built like that. I know. How's your neck? I still play. Doesn't matter. I know. Should I'll still you? go out there. That's, oh, not you the question. That's not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> When's the last time you played? Basketball? Yeah. Against people? Yes, against people. Oh, okay. That's All what right. you're implying. <laughs> that you can play basketball against people. Uh probably in a couple months. So you still you, you're not playing. You still well, there's can't no play. league. Hey, look, you let's you not make play. this about me. Let's let's yeah, refer I want to make this about you. you let's you not make it about me. I'm you just saying to, I have you the same changed mentality. it to be about you. It, it it always has to come back to what I'm reversing it. I'm reversing it back. Anyway, to your point. But uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, but I agree with you. Like he he is um LeBron specifically has been able to avoid major injury, which is good. But that's a lot of his conditioning, his work habits. He also, you know, as much as his game can irritate me at certain times and how he plays, um He's at least he understands what he needs to do in certain cases. His yeah. defense could be better, but again, the dude's almost forty. Like I'm not expecting him to I, I totally do crazy agree. things, and I expect the team to help support him. But he can come in and help get you what you want when needed because he's still capable of doing that. And yeah, he does bounce. He 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 takes you know he'll take a rest day off, which at this age I expect him to. Anyone over the age of like 34, 35 has injuries, definitely needs to take a rest day here or there. Um, but not like yeah. they like they were doing like 
I mean, there's something in me that also says, I don't remember any, you know, like MJ taking rest days or Kareem taking rest days and they played to their forties. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's hard to say, like if you have major injuries, it's understandable, but, um, but just taking but off for we, the we sake of taking LeBron, off is irritating. LeBron's focus is winning titles. All he's ever wanted to do was to match MJ in titles. Yeah. Which is never going to happen. Unfortunately, as much as I love the Lakers, we're yeah. not going to get another time in that in season tournament. I was bullshit anyway. So, yeah. But I agree with you. That's How can they, with a straight face? I'm sorry. I mean, as a Lakers fan, I know you. You already know that. But they actually put it in the rafters next to. I told you the league made them. I guarantee the league made them. I don't think they wanted to because they have like fucking 17 titles up there. Why would they put that piece of shit up there? Other than I mean, and and, and look, going back to Kobe, can you imagine if they put that? Kobe would never put it up there. And I don't think LeBron. I don't think LeBron would want it up there either. But the thing is, Lakers. Kobe would have would have took fines. He would have talked shit about it. Kobe wouldn't have cared. I agree. Yeah. Kobe yeah, would I've not been, have cared. Yeah. That's where LeBron's slightly different. I mean, he'll make comments against the league on occasion when they're not doing certain things, but it has to really benefit not kind of China, but he, he will get the league. Sorry. Yeah. Well, there's differences. Anyway, let's not focus too much on LeBron right now. Um, Sorry, I, I keep on going back to him, and I I, uh, I got to stop. Where's my Kobe? I so let's, let's roll back to the NFL at this point because you okay. know the Kobe well, that was, was good. good. That was that was that was good though. I, I, that was something significant, and you're Lakers fan, so we should talk about it. I agree. I agree, and we I did. Agree. And, and I appreciate. I know, it. I know you agree. You're the one who fucking initiated it. Yeah, exactly. You Thank you. All right. Thank anyway, you. okay. All right. Moving on. Anyway, so back to the NFL week of Super Bowl. Um, did you see? Did you see the opening day on Monday? Like Monday, they had the intros for like the fan media day in a sense, where they came yeah, out yeah, to yeah, Allegiant yeah. Stadium, and a of course, bit. as Vegas does, um, they had the uh, announcer for, and I, I'm forgetting his name for some reason, but it's fine. I'm old. Um, yeah. But he generally announces the fighters coming in for like UFC, yeah, 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 yeah. or for bo- professional boxing, and he started going all in about introducing the Chiefs, his defending Super Bowl champions, yada, 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 brings them in. And then the Niners, about NFC champions, five-time Super Bowl winners. Yeah. And so that was just very Vegas of this. Um, right. And then the whole conversations, the way they broke it down in the stadium yeah. was pretty interesting, having like Mahomes and Purdy on one side, Kittle and Kelsey on the other, and asking yeah. them questions, which was funny. But that place was dominated by Niners fans. Like, it's not even close. Oh, yeah. Like Chief fans tried to cheer, and the Niners fans would just over boo the hell out of them. Like you didn't think anybody was there for the Chiefs; it was all just for the Niners. Well, I mean, how many transplants from San Francisco or the Bay Area are in Vegas? Well, I mean, yeah, California people are moving out here, but it, I mean, think about it, the Niners. But also, how many fans are tired of the Chiefs? Like it's always that I always find it humorous. Like always when the Chiefs win their first Super Bowl, you know, I was disappointed because I'm a Niners fan. But, you know, I think whoever won, people loved it, right? They were excited to see someone other than the Patriots win one. And then at that point, it it was anybody but the Patriots. Yeah, 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 I agree. Then they get their go to the second one and get destroyed by Tom Brady and the Bucks, which was a back to back, by the way, similar to this one. And then they uh, won last year without Tyreek Hill to prove that they could win. Yeah. But now people are, you know, it'll be the fourth Super Bowl in like Mahomes' six seasons. Uh, or seven seasons. He has never not been to an AFC championship game. Yeah. And so every season we're just tired of it. It's like it's like any story. They're like, we want someone new. We're tired of it. Let's see the Chiefs lose. 
especially NFC fans. I mean, it's been AFC dominated for the last 20 years, 25 years almost. Actually, think about it because like the Ravens won, aside from the Rams. Actually, a bit more split than you think because. Well, True. No, no, you're right. You're right. Depending what decade, you're, what year you're starting in, you, you're probably right. Like, again, the uh, Patriots only won six Super Bowls in those 20 years. That's true. That's That's good. They went to a few. They went to like nine, yeah. Yeah. but they only won six of them. That's which is still, That's pretty, point. you know, so they weren't there that often. Baltimore went to like two. If we're talking they about two thousand or something like that, then in the last Steelers won one and lost one. Right. So I think there's been certain teams that have shown up from the AFC a lot more often in the Super Bowl. Maybe they haven't necessarily won them all. You're right. Yeah. Um, least not but i'd have to go back you could very well be right it could be like afc has like 19 of the 24 yeah, i mean if you, if you think about it i wonder like in the last 25 years aside from the patriots the ravens and the steelers who else has gone to the super bowl from the afc yeah Bengals went to one lost right right Bengals. Yeah, yeah yeah you got the Bengals going to one you had um oh denver denver go to we had denver with manning denver, won yeah. one lost one yeah, yeah they went to two so yeah, there aren't a lot. You're right. You can kind of if it's not the Patriots, it's probably a couple other organizations, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and then, but think about it. I mean, the yeah. NFC back in the '80s won every 49ers. Super Bowl. Won every Super Bowl except one, and that was the Raiders back in '83. Yeah. Other than that, the NFC dominated for like 15 years straight of never losing a Super Bowl, which is slightly different than even the AFCs. They may have certain teams, but they haven't dominated quite like that. And the crazy part is like. You had the 49ers with their offense, of course. But remember, like, you know, the Bears and, and the Giants had those defenses. Like, yeah. on the down years for the 49ers, you had two of the greatest defenses ever kind of coming in. You know, maybe not the Giants being the greatest, you know what I mean, but they were an all-time great defense at that time. Right. And well, then you had Joe Gibbs like, running the yeah. – back then the oh, Redskins, yeah, the, the Redskins, now the Commanders. Right. The Redskins won three Super Bowls. Yeah. And uh, the, then the Cowboys came alive. Then the Cowboys came alive with the Niners in the '90s, and the Packers as well. So, like I'm saying, yeah. the NFC literally dominated for 15 yeah. years yeah. of winning Super Bowls for the That's most part. Point. Um, and I don't think the AFC's matched that. Not in that category. I always forget right. about the Redskins. I don't know why. Well, because they're not called the Redskins anymore. Oh, you called know what Commanders. I mean. Up, stop. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think the thing is with the with that team. What was their defining? You know, like. With the they won Super Bowls with different quarterbacks. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if you think about the, the Bears, it was Monsters of Midway, right? The Giants, the yeah, yeah, you know, and all that type of stuff. Like, you had those defining things. 49ers, obviously, you had the West Coast offense. When, yeah. of course, four with Montana, then one with Young. Cowboys, it was just Emma Smith and then their defense. And then, of course, with. You're talking about Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin, Derek Harper. Come on, put your shit together. The Jane Novacek, offensive, offensive line was god. Offensive line was a bet. Yeah, but it was a great offense. It was a great offense. Best player on the offense was the offensive line. Period. That offensive you need line him to be. You need him to be. You need him to be if you want to win Super Bowls. If you have no, no, a I agree. offensive line, they, that was an all-time great offensive line. That offensive line, yeah, was fucking phenomenal. Especially Allen, he was just. Well, yeah, Larry Allen was a god. Oh, my God. I fucking love watching him play. I hated the Cowboys, but watching him sprint downfield alongside with running backs at his size and strength, man. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, but, with, the, with, with the old commanders, 
there's really not i mean you know there's the hogs there's all that type of stuff you know there's all these little things but there's nothing really defining about them no you're right like, in the, early 80s, the hogs or the redskins were basically john riggins yeah. right if you think about it they ended up beating the dolphins in the strike year, by the way. Let's all remember that. 82 oh, strike yeah, year. Yeah. They didn't play a full fucking season. That's the only reason the Niners didn't make the playoffs that year is because they decided to include preseason games to count towards the record, which was fucking stupid. Stupid. Um, but the uh, second one, they, back-to-back, because they won against the Dolphins and they lost to the Raiders, yeah, which is yeah. still a game I remember so vividly because, one, I wanted the Redskins to lose because I just hated them. And, two... I put money on the game as like a, what, 13, 14 really? year old. So I won I that. Say, you were like, yeah, 13. So I won that. So that was fantastic. So it was really a good day. And they destroyed him at that too, which was yeah, even yeah. better. Um, and Marcus Allen, I love Marcus Allen. He's so underrated in a lot of ways is how great he was as a running back. Right, right. Um, he was more of a Gale Sayers type running back, if you ask yeah. me. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah. Super Bowl history there. Yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, I know he had a period of time where they pretty much just won every Super Bowl all the time. Yep, yep, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this week, to your point, and you can go into this one, I don't know why the story continues to come up, but they always talk about Brock Purdy, game manager, and bullshit like that. But um, good old boy Cam Newton, you know, came out and, uh, you know, and, and what's your take? Like, I only saw part of what he said because, to be honest with you, when people like that talk, who are, don't have a career anymore and are just trying to throw shade on others to they, lift themselves up. Well, he thinks he should up. still be a starter. Yeah. Oh, Remember, I know. That's he why he's not in the league. He's better than like two thirds of the quarterbacks yeah. in the league. That's why he's not. And in I the think league. that's where it's coming from. I think it's sour grapes. Yeah. Honestly, because look, how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, don't call him a game manager? And, and look, look, and I'm going to cut through the shit. He tries now backpedaling, trying to make it sound like, oh, game manager's not negative bullshit to somebody like him and to how people use it when you just say game manager it's a negative connotation it means you're there not to screw up you're there like um uh trent dilfer you know you're that type of quarterback when they say game manager that's really what they're what they're implying and now he's backtracking to try to say it and look i'm sorry but you could say mvp year and all that other stuff would you ever like how many quarterbacks, even during that era, would you pick him as your franchise quarterback? Because he got shut down in the Super Bowl. Those type of quarterbacks get shut down. And look, Lamar, I think, has improved, but running quarterbacks are very different. I don't see a Lamar or Cam Newton as dual threat. I see Mahomes as a dual threat. Correct. Right? I see mm-hmm. I see a Josh Allen as a dual threat. I because don't first and foremost, they can pass. I don't but, see Josh Allen as a dual threat because he can't make the smart decision. See, Mahomes is a different well, level. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is. Yeah, yeah. He's got better accuracy. I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. Right. I mean, Cam Newton was a 59% completion rate for his career. And then yep. people say, oh, he didn't have the receivers. Again, so you're going to give him excuses for that, but you're going to come up with excuses for Purdy about why he's not good because he has those weapons. Right. So, and with those weapons, he's done what? First in every category. What else is he supposed to fucking do? So look, I the one thing I, I say with this, Purdy might this might be he might be a product of the system. He might be a product of the players. He might be a product of this. True. 
And so I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. I'm not saying he's whatever. No, I'm saying no, he, no fan is. No Niner fan right. is actually going out and saying that. I mean, this yeah. is truly driven by the media. Who he's just, not Montana. Let him no. win like two or three more Super Bowls before you start putting him into that category. Yeah, he's not even Steve Young yet because he hasn't even won one. Exactly. And and again, I'm not holding him to that standard with Steve Young and Joe Montana. Like I don't consider no, him that. That's ridiculous for a second-year quarterback. Yeah. I expect him to play smart. If he can make plays like he did in the championship game with the running, um, that helps make a difference. But I agree with you. Like, no one's come out and said that. Like, no one's touting that he's the best. Only, and right. only the media. Yeah, only the media because only they the have media. to talk about you and they have to throw shade on players to make it worth everybody listening to him every day so that they can right. fight back in comments. If you look at comments, comments are always ripping whoever the person is that made their take, so to speak, or made that comment. Almost always ripping them and calling them like yeah, idiots. I, I agree. Like, so the fan base doesn't yeah. like it, but it riles them up, and that's what they need, right? To get clicks and views and all that stuff. Whether they believe it or not, it's different. But Cam, I mean, look, honestly, even before this whole party thing, he's been trying to stay relevant because he's not on a team. He right. still thinks he should be a starter. And no, I, I think it, it bothers him like hell that he thinks if I was on the 49ers, that I would do better. I th- Purdy, for whatever you want to say, is extremely accurate. Extremely accurate. Cam Newton, look, you could say about his receivers, but he was never an accurate quarterback. I, no. I, I mean, you you only worried about his running. And so I, I do think it's just purely it bothers him that Mr. Irrelevant is doing what he's doing where and, and he's still sitting on his couch. Yeah, and – so I agree with you. And, and that's my point. Like, that's why I try to not like listen to these. I don't indulge I them. Doing it, it irritates the shit out of me. Well, it, it irritates me, but I also try not to indulge it because then it just gives them yet another platform to continue. It helps drive what they're trying to do. And I'm like, I'm tired of that yeah. shit. Like stop falling yeah, for right. that shit. Um, you're right. But it, but people fall for it. Like you just said, it irritates the shit out of you. So you, you it gets in your mind. You just have to talk about it. It's like, working. Why does it irritate you? It doesn't mean shit, but it does. Like again, I've always said that this society as a whole, human nature is just emotionally driven, and we attach our shit to stuff, and we create separation. Yeah. And that's for a whole different discussion. But that that happens true in sports, and like, and that's the case. Especially here. with sports, the the passion. I mean, I sports, cities, countries. I mean, yeah. all it happens at all levels. But um, but yeah, well, that's sports, a conversation for another day about like you know, exactly. Politics. How religion. much? How much we identify with? How much we lash onto exterior things? Yeah, exactly. Like sports. I mean, the fact that people will send death threats to the Bills kicker. I mean, Which I know they have PTSD. Stupid. They do yeah. have PTSD because of wide right. Like right when they said right wide right, I was like, oh my god! Out of all the things that can happen, no fans. I get it. Yeah, but I mean, that's wide like- left. I don't. Even, you know, who knows? He may not have gotten death threats if he went wide left. But that he was had to pull 30 it years right. ago. Over 30 years ago when that happened. And I'm a Browns fan. I still remember the fumble happening. Hey, don't and forget. I'm still traumatized by it. Look, look. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll say something. Yes, the 49ers are my number two team after the, the Browns. That's the only team that – anyway. Still makes but, sense. But go on. With the whole Lions thing, I – did like after like kind of like it also then that the 49ers won great comeback you know they settled in but mm-hmm. then i'm thinking as a lions fan as a browns fan 
that's how exactly how I would expect the Browns to be in the if they went to the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, even worse, the Super Bowl that we'd yeah. be up by seventeen and then blow it, which is what, what the Lions did. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm just kind of going back to that whole thing about the trauma. Sorry, but as a Browns fan, and and sure, same thing for Lions fans and Bills fans, we have built-in trauma over how many years of being fans. As a fifty-year-old yeah. plus fan, I have that trauma built in. I I won't be able to watch the final quarter of the, if if the Browns ever get to the Super Bowl, I won't be able to watch the final quarter because even if we're up by fifty, I'm still going to think we're going to lose. Look, because it's happened. So. No, I know it happens in the playoffs. Interestingly enough, it's very rare. It doesn't happen that often. Only when you're the Browns and the Lions, though. But when, when it does, Bills. or the Falcons, when it does. Now the Falcons. The Falcons are just yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been to two Super Bowls and lost them both. Yeah. Although they had that one, and they blew, that's the one that hurts the most out of all of them. I do have a question for you, I, but go ahead and make your point. No, I mean I, to, to your point, like even from a fan connection standpoint, like. Even for myself, like I'm well aware, like this has no impact on my life. Like watching yeah. these games will have no, but there I can still feel it in the body sometimes, oh, yeah. whether I want to ignore it or not. And I have to kind of remind myself, it doesn't matter, like if they win or not. Um, I mean, it, it, you love them to win because that would just bring a lot more joy into your life. But at the same time, it's like, if, it's almost like you, a drug because it, it's, it is. You get it's that high drug. Yeah. or that low, but it goes away. Exactly. Right? Because you still have, I mean, being parents, being husbands, you know, at our job, like, we still have to go to work on Monday. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't change anything for my job. My job's not going to say, take the day off because the 49ers won. Right. And- I'll take the day off. Fuck you guys. If the Browns win, I'm flying to Cleveland. But that's that's a totally different story. So, that's- okay, I have a question. I mean, being a fan of so many teams that won championships it may not be something that you're um you would think about but there's always the whole thing about there are four teams that have never gone to the super bowl right is it four or three can't remember four Who are the there's, four? well there's the browns and the lions are the only two that aren't expansion teams and then it's no no, no 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 the browns are an expansion team you. You're not, they, they were brought in the league in '96. Right, they right. moved to Baltimore. You so are, yeah, yeah. Your word no, no. says more anybody than who reads and understands what happened knows full well that no. your Browns are an expansion team. Anyway, no. move on, move no. on. No. So no. the Browns, Browns got it. Got the colors and and history. Whatever. Fuck you. Go on. Everything is still move on. Move on. Live your little dream world. Go on. I'm saying this. I'm. You're not saying go on. So you can have your point, and I can't say anything. Go to NFL.com. NFL. 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 No one NFL. Check to see the history. Go to Ravens and see how far back their history goes. Yep. Ravens.com. The Ravens don't don't claim that history. So look, okay, do this for me. Do this for me. If you're not listening to this jackass, let's go a little further then. You're, you look, at roster, the look at the roster says, of the Browns before they took a break for a couple of years and the roster of the Ravens, and it's the exact same fucking team. We basically the sold leadership, our roster the owner, to the everyone. Ravens. So the Browns are an expansion team. Move on. No, they're not. They are. Anyway. They are flat out wrong. So you That's said right. Browns. You said the Browns. Ravens don't. The Ravens saw themselves an expansion team, not the Browns. Anyway. No. Anyway. So the on. question I have is: Is there any difference between not going to the Super Bowl and losing? Is there a difference between not going to the Super Bowl and losing the Super Bowl? Yeah. 
what I mean is in terms of like relevance, there's a whole thing about Atlanta, like you said, have gone twice and they lost twice, right? The Bills have gone four times and they lost all four. Minnesota, same thing. Yep. Right? They've never won the Super Bowl. In the end, and I'm not trying to like make so myself So it's like the question is, would you rather have gone and not won than not gone at all? Pretty much. Right. Is, there is there a difference between that? Because I, I hear that all the time. It's like, well, at least they got there. It's better than not getting I'm there. Sorry, but if the Browns go to the Super Bowl and they lose, to me, it changes nothing. Honestly, I mean, I, I, I mean, would say it that increases your pain great. level. It increases your pain level. In a way, it's now you know you were there and you thought you had a chance and you didn't. I think that's exactly my point. Like the ultimate goal, like you ask any player that won the awards, right? Any of those things that aren't in the Super Bowl, right? The ultimate goal is winning that trophy, and so yeah, I I I, I was just thinking about that one, you know, because it always comes up. Everybody needs to have something to talk about. They talk want to talk about stats or whatever, and everything. They want to bring up some numbers, and that you hear that. Oh, the only fourteen, you know, four teams have gone. But to your point, the Bills won four years in a row and lost all four, yeah. one in an extremely heartbreaking fashion, right? And then you have Atlanta, same thing, because yeah. I don't agree with the, at least we got there. Yeah. Neither do I. I mean, when you ask players who get to the Super Bowl, they're like, we lost, right? Like, they don't have the perspective. Like, Kittle's response. Right. And Kittle's then you saying, at, I'll be back. Right. And then you look at teams who lose in a, an AFC or NFC title game. And, you know, they're disappointed because that could have been their one chance to get to the Super Bowl, Right. So, opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Not just but they would the rather have gotten that chance to go to the Super Bowl. So I agree with you. I think getting to the Super Bowl and losing it hurts a lot more than this concept of, it's, you know, it's better to get there than not get there. Like, I think it's better to get there. Like, I think it makes a difference. Because you never have the opportunity. You, you, you yeah. can't win if you don't get there. That's why you play. You play yeah. to get to the Super Bowl. Now, you'd love to always win. Like, I'd love my teams to always win every Super Bowl they're in. Clearly, it doesn't happen, unfortunately, in the past. But um, but that's true for any team. Like you don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, I think for me, it's it hurts more to like I would still rather go to the Super Bowl and have a chance to win it than not get there at all. Like I can't sugarcoat and say, well, you know, I know we we're almost there, and it's probably better that we didn't get there because we would have lost anyway. You know, because people would have probably said we would have lost anyway. But it's like, no, you have to have the opportunity. That's what you play for. Right. NBA, MLB, whatever you want, they're all the same. Like, you you want to get there. And even if you lose, you still got – like, the Bills are well-known. For a losing team, you know who the players were because they went four oh, consecutive yeah. years. I guarantee most people can't name who the losing players are on a team that only gets there once. Exactly. Like, it's hard to remember those things yeah. because you don't – nobody remembers the losers, but you do when they lose four years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, twice in a year, or twice, two times in a row to the same team. Yeah, to the same team. Yeah, true. They lost. They lost to the Giants, Redskins, and then back to back to the Cowboys. I mean, the NFC East basically just slapped the shit out of the Bills for consecutive years. Yeah, and And especially I had to be extremely painful because they're an East-based team as well. Yeah, so all those Buffalo fans are right around everybody. If hadn't gone wide right, Scott Norwood hadn't gone wide right, they would have beaten the Giants team. But it didn't which, happen. which could have been the Niners in the Super Bowl if Joe Montana hadn't gotten hurt early in the NFC right. title game. And Very Roger true. Craig didn't fumble. So, yep. you know, 
We wouldn't matter. Um, no, no, no sour grapes on that one. No, no. no bitterness. Like I say, well, and I always laugh because people always talk about, and this was true with the Niners Detroit game. He'd kick the field goal. If he'd done this, you know, we would have won. We would have been tied. We would, you know, if he'd made decisions like, hold Never on. No. People, I always laugh. It's like revisionist history. It's like, okay, so let's like logically think through this then. So if we're going to go back and change, say, if, well, if we'd hit this, if we'd taken a field goal here, we would have tied you. You don't think the Niners would have reacted differently to the style of game at that point? That's like you would assume nothing it, else I mean, has changed, but your one decision is the only thing that would change in this game. Look, the fumble would not have won the game for the Browns. No. It just would have tied it. Right. It would have given exactly. us a chance. But it doesn't right. mean that we would have won. But, yeah, obviously that the fans ended. will always look at if we had this or we had that. And it's like games play at that moment in time. Like if that right. happens, then that moment in time, it changes. It's like the multiverse. You made a change in the past. It suddenly splinters off right. to something else. You, yeah. It's not going to stay the same path. So, you know, I yeah, had to bring yeah. the multiverse into this whole thing. And uh, yeah, that's that pretty good, though. That, that was actually a really smooth uh, yeah, yeah. little way to bring him in. I like it. I like it. It was good. Um, it was good. All right. So let's talk about the Super Bowl. We've talked about different things, but let's talk about the teams themselves. So who do you think is going to win? Um, and you know what? I'll start first because I know I always have you go first. So to be fair to you, I'll I'll, you I'll jump on this first. Nice. Um, so I mean, I'm a Niner fan. So logically, my first instinct is to pick the Niners, right? And so it, I try to create separation in my mind, and it's hard. I'm not going to lie; it's hard to do that. But to create the separation, logically think through: Can the Niners win, or will the Chiefs win? You know, who's going to win? And my perspective has been that. And it's been challenged a bit these last couple of playoff games, but I'm going to pick the Niners. But I don't think it's it's definitely not going to be a walk in the park. It'll be a pretty close game, but I actually think they'll still win by at least seven. I think they'll pretty win close. by seven easily. Um, easily meaning in the end, it won't be like, oh my God, you got to hold them off. Like they'll probably finish it off because they'll get a final drive that will allow them to like run the clock out. Like, like the Chiefs, yeah, and the Chiefs will have no chance. Um, but. I mean, it's the Chiefs, and it's it, I get it's Mahomes, but to be fair, when I took a look back at the playoffs, like a lot, if I looked at the games, okay, the Miami game they beat a team that had no defense because that defense completely destroyed, and they didn't put up a lot of points against yeah. a team's defense that literally lost almost most of their starters. And their offense couldn't do anything. Their offense was so slow that game. And they're in the snow. In the snow. Which both teams are in the snow, but the Chiefs are better built for the snow, or at least they're more uh, used to the snow because no one's ever yeah. used to that fucking cold. But no. at least they're used to playing in those conditions versus right. the Dolphins who aren't. So that's game. Then the Bills game, Josh Allen literally gave so that game good. to the Chiefs. Last drive, all he had to do was hit some simple passes down the middle. I mean, Diggs is open. He keeps going for these like 40-yard touchdown passes, and then they get forced to kick good a field goal. Decisions. And he put the kicker in that position. So I, so I don't blame the kicker. He made bad decisions. And so they won that one. And then the Baltimore game, I don't know what the fuck John Harbaugh was thinking and his offense coordinator. They decided we've been a running team all year. We've dominated the line. We've pushed the run. Let's not run. Let's surprise uh, like Let's like change our whole team and go a different route. We went to, uh, to death. So, yeah, a little. Yeah. it seemed like a little adversity. They just fucking abandoned the run. But, yeah, so it's not like but, the Chiefs have dominated. I guess my point is they haven't dominated. Mahomes does not look dominating in the playoffs at all. And and but But to give the Chiefs credit, they stuck to their game plan. They, I agree. They but I don't labor. think they just stuck with it. And they, again, I always say this championship players, like 
quarterbacks especially, it's not that they elevate. It's that they don't waver. They still play their game no different than it would be if it was a first preseason game. Exactly. You're calm, cool. That's why he was called Joe Cool, right? Montana. And that's what I always believe. And I, and to give the Chiefs credit, and I agree with you that those other teams blew it, but to give the Chiefs credit, they just played their game. And they yeah, let those I guess my point with the Chiefs is not to I take credit from them. My point is, people make it sound like they've been dominating through the playoffs, and they haven't been. They have not been. Offensively, they've struggled throughout. And don't get me wrong, the Niners' defense has struggled the first half of both games, and they need to turn that shit around. And again, I look, yeah, Wilkes turned things around. They did things. I still don't like his defense. You know, we can go into that. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But I I think the big difference is, I think to your point, I think the 49ers win handily, maybe not with a large gap, if they have a good first half. If they have a first half like they did against those other teams, I actually think that the the Chiefs can exploit it and actually put up points and create a, a gap that they that they may not be able to overcome. I and think I can have a different opinion of that because again, it's Mahomes and Kelsey. I get that, but you take Kelsey away, Mahomes' receiving core is still not that strong. They've been better. No, no, right. They haven't been that good, and I don't think offensively. They are like I agree with you. You don't want to have that same first half against this team, but at the same time, I don't think offensively they were better than Detroit. I don't think offensively they are actually. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I mean, Mahomes I obviously. This, is I don't think their offense has been playing even as good as Packers were coming into the playoffs. I I, I don't disagree with that. I so, mean, Kelsey has been playing at a really high level, and it's really easy to say just take Kelsey out of the game. Yeah. Well, you but can. It, it comes back you got to make sure. Like he, he is a free flowing. It's like they say, backyard football. He's he just, does. He does. He just straight up like, you know what? I'm going to decide to cut left here. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to get up on the line. And this is what irritates me with Wilkes sometimes. And actually, a lot of defensive coaches, they play back. It's like, dude, get up on the line. You can hit these guys within the first five yards. Hit them. Knock them off. Give your pass rush a chance to get in there because they usually only get like four seconds at tops to get a pass off. If you can hold them at the line right off the bat, yeah. you've already thrown their, you know, their uh, rhythm off. Anyway, right. So I'm gonna, but I'm gonna I, go with the Niners in this case is what I decided. Yeah. I, I think it'll be a, it'll be a good game. The Niners will start off a bit better. I think Purdy will play within the game this time. I think he's had enough experience. And again, Mahomes and team. There's always a fear factor with any co- quarterback who can. Make something out of nothing like he has. Yeah. But I think the Niners and Shanahan specifically has learned, hopefully, completely, a bit more from his yeah. last couple Super Bowls and uh, will make better decisions. So I, I give the Niners the edge by seven. I think it's going to be like 30 24, something like that. Yeah. Around there would make sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that. that but I, I could see if the 49ers play well in the first half. And look, you could say the defense, but offense hasn't been playing that great in the first half either. Like, it's, no, I, it, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, overall, the team just. If they come out flat in the first half, I don't know what. I I think it's the odds are the 50 50. If the 49ers can come out and play a good first half and continue playing, you know, just play good football all four quarters, basically. Like, and that's a championship team, right? You, right. It's, you can't be a championship team if you don't play good all four quarters. I mean, like you, everybody can go back to like you said with the the, the Falcons and the Patriots, you know their collapse. That's the, you know you can talk about it, but like even Brady has said is that you know that's great that we came back and we had that, but we never should have been down by that much. Yeah, you never want to be known for comebacks. Like right. someone always says, if you're always known for being the best comeback quarterback, it's like why are you always down then? Yeah, 
right? It's like why exactly. and, and Brady even acknowledged that. Yeah. You know, multiple times. Like, he was like, Yeah, we've never been down. Yeah, it's not I mean, that Montana, great. All the greats realize like they don't want to be known as comeback quarterbacks. Yeah, it's great that they can lead their team back, but they hated being down, to your point. Like exactly. that's just not what they want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's all gonna be dictated by the 49ers. I I and again, not to diminish the Chiefs winning, but I think similar to how the 49ers and and I think similar to how the 49ers have played in the playoffs and the Chiefs have played. The Chiefs have played a consistent game where they just went out and played their game and other teams adjusted, but they just didn't make the stupid mistakes. They didn't do anything wrong. They kind of still stuck with it. Even though, like, the Ravens shut them down, they still stuck with it. They didn't make it worse, you know, right. after the justice were made, right? 49ers, they, 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 if they rely on the comeback, it's going to bite them. I mean, well, I think the comeback's no longer a concern for them. Like that's the difference now. Yeah. They they've now proven they can do it. They, they don't want do. oh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't want yeah. to to your point. I agree with you 100%. You don't want to, but they no longer are concerned that they can't do it. I think if they have I think again, but like I said I think it's the 49ers have to come out the same way that the Chiefs have been doing that is be consistent all four quarters. Yep. Oh, I agree. You can't come into the playoffs, especially the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. and not be ready to go. And like, against a team that is overall battle tested, you know, have have a lot of players that have been to those games and aren't going to waver, you know, and I think it's just all on the 49ers. If the 49ers come out there and play up to their ability all four quarters, they win the I, I think if I think if they play what they can do all four quarters and don't come out flat at all, it's going to be like a 10, 13 point victory. It's going to be, I think it could be easily double digits. It could to your be, point, yeah. I, I think I think because it's going to be one of those games where the Chiefs are going to get their points. They're just not going to get enough consistently. And the 49er offense, I think, can actually easily handle that defense. Yeah. I think well, Detroit's it, defense is better. Yeah, and it's interesting. While you are talking about that, I started thinking about like comparisons of Super Bowls and past, like where the Super Bowl defending champion comes in and has the team that's clearly should be better, or at least experience-wise. Not necessarily right, better, because, right. again, I don't think the Chiefs are – in general, better than the Niners, but to your point, they have the experience, and that's the scary part. Although the Niners have quite a few players who still played in the last Super Bowl or from the Chiefs last year, um, yeah. Super Bowl team. Um, but I was thinking a couple teams. Like one was, don't forget the Packers when they beat the Patriots the first time. Then the next year, they come into the Super Bowl and they face the Broncos, and sure. that was a close game. And they ended up actually Holmgren ended up letting the Broncos score late intentionally, just so they could get the ball back. Yeah. And try and bring it back, and they and they couldn't do it. Um, but that was an example. Well, I of, forgot about that. Yeah, that's an example of a team that had not even been in the Super Bowl for a long time because that was the end of Elway's career. Yeah. Um, versus the early years of his career where he got to the Super Bowl, and the Packers were that a young Brett Favre, like a Mahomes, the stud quarterback, just making plays. You know, with a great supporting was cast. Overrated Hall of Fame quarterback of all time, but whatever. Yeah. Really yeah. Not he only got one Super Bowl, um, but he went to two back to back, and, and, and leads you know one better than Rodgers. Uh, yeah, um, but I, no, I agree with you. I mean, in the end, like I hope, in best case scenario, I hope this turns into a replay of the Tampa Bay Kansas City Super Bowl, where Tampa Bay's defense just made Mahomes so uncomfortable, they never got going. I mean, that dude literally ran for probably two hundred yards by just escaping back and forth left and right oh, to yeah. try and get a play open and they couldn't. So 
you can but stop think, Kelsey it, is my point. Even me, and he was better in his prime back then. I mean, this year he's been a bit. You know, they're older, and it's a little slower. Old, yeah. but, but he's still a great tight end that you can't ignore. But that would be ideal. I don't think it's going that route um, because I think Kansas City's definitely got the determination. Like they can be the first back-to-back champion, and they had a chance before and blew it against Tampa. So they'll definitely come in prepared. But I also think Kyle's got his father for experience and also has, had, has been in a couple already to get a little bit more prepared. And McCaffrey's going to be a game changer. I was going to say that. Who do you think is – I think McCaffrey is, is – I think he's going to be one of the keys to winning the game. That, that If we can continue to run like they did against Detroit where, you know, and everything, I think that's going to be a major key for the game. Yeah, I think they'll need to, to some degree, I think they will need to, because this is Brock's second year, young quarterback. He's very cool about his stuff, but it's still, you can't avoid the jitters. I mean, that's going to be too, for a lot of players, first time in the Super Bowl. Actually, anytime you're in a Super Bowl, I don't care what year you're in, it's still nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this yeah. is it. It's a championship game. It is what it is. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle not only tries running for a series, but does some play action to give or rollouts just to get Purdy moving so he can make a quick little slam pass, something to get his momentum yeah, going instead of trying to force it downfield early because that's where he might float one because of the nerves. And so I could see him trying to get him into a rhythm with McCaffrey, with Debo and all those, and, and just do a little quick little slam pass, you know, a little dunk yeah. to the outside, let them do the yards. And they're missing one of their best pass rushers. So it, it would be a thing where they can they can flow away from um, – what's his name? Um, Jesus Christ, i got to be better prepared for these and make sure I write down the name so I can at least look at it. Seriously, that's uh, that's an extreme lack of professionalism on my part, and I apologize. Fine. But, yeah, you know, it's the type of thing where, where once players get hurt, like once you have good defenses, but, you know, once – you can't have one dominant player on one side because you could just go away from him. And that's kind of like, you know, it, it's happened with Miles Garrett throughout his career and other players where you don't want them just going away from Bosa. Right. You know, you don't want them just flowing away from that. But No, that's where Chase Young needs to be better this game. How If he if he doesn't show high energy during a Super Bowl, nobody should ever pick him up again. Well, it's going to hurt him for next year, definitely. I mean, how in the NFC Championship game, how can you be? I think mentally, I think he's just one of those guys. I and I, I've always said this. You know, the mental part of of pro sports is as, as important as the athletic part about being yeah. that. I mean, having that motor, having that mindset. Because if you look at that touchdown where it was like everybody highlighted that one with Young, right? Where he didn't really even chase; like he just put his hand out. Yeah. But I think it's that mental part where like, oh no, we're losing. Oh, it's happening. Forget it. Why even try? Yeah, he's not saying that, but that's I agree. Body no. language shows yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's that's a big indicator for when you how people react to adversity. They like to always put it. Like how they yeah. deal with adversity is who they are. Like if you see them slump shoulders, giving up when they're down suddenly by seven. Um, or 10 or whatever it is and not putting the effort in versus a guy who still doesn't care from up by 30, down by 30. I mean, Warner, Fred Warner. Job like, done, done. Yeah, he's just constantly going. Like, he'll go. And so, he, yeah, Chase Young, but I agree with you. If you have just one player and they pull away, it's easy to go around. The Chiefs are going to have a tough time with their pass rushing because they're lacking that. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's always tough to do a, a repeat in a Super Bowl to be back-to-back champions. It doesn't happen very often. Um, Especially not lately. No. Yeah, I know. It's been a while since the Patriots did it. Um, yeah. Right? That was yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. Early years, Patriots, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I, of course, we're both 49er homers, so we're going to say the 49ers, but I do honestly believe that the 49ers are the overall better team, you know. Yep, I agree. And, and that's and why I say it'll no be close. why the 49ers shouldn't win. I, I think it's going to come down to, like, the coaching, keeping them in, and if, if those star players keep focused, you know, yep. keep that thing going and not – Tighten up, and then the play calling, you know. But I, I think it's going to come down to coaching. Yeah, I, I don't have a well, lot of that and kicking. Though. I am concerned about the kicker. True, he's well, a rookie. The score is score a, one of the best kickers in the game. You know, so yeah, I know they have to score touchdowns. They can't miss on touchdowns. They have to hit. But I, I do think against a team like the Patriots, that has to be a philosophy, though, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you're it's not going to win the game. Who are, who are they playing? The Patriots? What are you talking about? I swear to God, I don't know. I, you I, meant the I, Chiefs. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. That's fine. Just you say the Patriots and the AFC on the AFC side for the Super Bowl, I guess. There you go. Back bastard. To Pull it together. I know. I'm fucking old. Jesus. I, why am I as old as I feel? Uh, as anyway. Okay. So, to sum it up, you have the Chiefs. So what do you think losing. the final is going to be? What do you think the score is going to be, though? How high um, do you think it's going to be? I'm going to go 27-20. Barely low scoring. Yeah, I don't think it'll well, be, I, I, said, I don't I think the Chiefs score a lot as it is. They haven't actually. If you look at their games, yeah. they barely break twenty four. Yeah, I said um, twenty six. So you know what? Yeah. But I think that that twenty six is only going to happen like on the last drive. I honestly think the 49ers will have that lead by like thirteen or whatever. They're going to let the not let the Chiefs, but you know, play that type of defense where it wastes a lot of time. Chiefs will score. You know, with not that much time left, 49ers will run out the clock. Yeah. That's yeah, like it's not going to be a boring ass Super Bowl like when Cam Newton was quarterback against Denver or yeah. Or late. That fucking that was horrible. Or that Rams Patriot one which was god awful. Yeah. So. But yeah, so yeah, so I agree with you. I mean, we're homers, but I have like at least like it doesn't matter. I I could feel like the Niners could go in there it's like 100% favorite favored by 40 points. I'm still nervous as shit. Oh yeah. Because, as the saying always goes, any given Sunday, yeah, Yeah. any given Sunday, and it's true, and it can happen. So, I will be nervous as shit throughout that whole game. If this is Madden without the human element, 49ers win. True. Yeah. Yeah. If you just basically look at pure numbers, yeah. 49ers win without question. But thankfully, that's not how the game is played. I mean, even though I think he has 49 advantage, but still, that would be boring as shit. I agree. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, We'll, we'll see after tomorrow who the winner is, and then we will be back next week. We I may believe. have to do a, a midweek thing or something because remember, I'm going on vacation. That's right. I thought you were going to try and do a show on the road. I'm going to try to do a show. But Saturday might be hard. I'm going to be in Hawaii with my son. I haven't seen him in, in person in how many months. So Saturday might be hard. This Saturday. Okay. Well, you'll also be early morning for you because you'll be two hours behind. I'm always awake anyway. Yeah, well, like when you get our age, you you can't sleep. I I, I wish I could sleep. Dude, I've been up... sleeping for over twenty plus years. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, you've been sleeping. No, I oh, have well. not been sleeping. Oh, not been sleeping for oh, over right. the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So it's not age. 
It's, it's sometimes just who you are. Yeah, I love waking up at 5 a.m. for no reason. Isn't yeah. it awesome? You like to see the sun come up eventually, an hour later. Yeah, two hours <laughs> later. Yeah. It doesn't show up right away, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, I just want to be well prepared for it. Exactly. All right. Well, Go. Pre- thanks oh, yeah, we'll, we'll for figure listening it out. again. Yeah. We don't want to disappoint our one, one view listener. Exactly. I appreciate everybody who's listening. Uh, and those, if we get new I listeners, too, great. Though. Please subscribe. We will enjoy that immensely. And uh, everybody have a good weekend. And yeah, we'll talk to you all next week. Exactly. Go for it. I'm not saying bang, bang. Uh, well, you, you are. Bang. You are by saying it right now. You're no, saying I'm it. not. I said bang, bang. Right, well, I said a break. And then I said the, the Niner one. So, no. All I'm right. saying it. Okay. When we say goodbye, we should like say goodbye. Okay. Talk to everybody later. See you later. Thanks again. I'm waving too.